Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11 this morning. So today we're going to be talking about how to talk to God. So in one way, he's saying how, how much more the loving Father will meet your needs. But in another way, it's a rebuke because we tend to be persistent with our friends or our neighbors, but we maybe don't even ask God. And James rebukes us for this. He's talking about, you know, thinking about the manipulations and the things that we do to try to get our way within life and never even really bring it to God. In James chapter 4, verse 2, it says, You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. God wants to meet your needs, all your needs, not all your greeds, Right? I will say that God has supplied all of my needs, and he's supplied a lot of my wants even. But when it's the lusts of my flesh or things that I shouldn't have in my life, God says no to those things. But I have to realize that I'm, I'm in a relationship with God, and that relationship of God would compel me or should compel me as a loving father who cares about his kids, and certainly if God loves his kids more than I love mine, then I should realize that there's an open door there. There's a desire to bless. There's a desire to have a relationship with you. And that's really what's often lacking in our lives is a relationship with God. And so when we think about all that he's saying, it starts out with our Father, and I think that it's important to understand that that's where it has to stay. He's our Father. He loves us. He cares about us. He wants to meet our needs. Sometimes he wants to be, us to be persistent. I don't know if you've ever prayed for something for a long time. Anybody prayed for something for a long time? Okay, how many people have had the prayers answered immediately? Like you prayed and like within a few minutes or a few days or something. Okay, yeah, well, those, those things happen. And then we pray for a long time for other things, right? Some things, decades. But God is being patient and he's teaching us something through that process. He tells us in in verse 9, it says, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. And and the, the tense here in the Greek is, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Think about that. It's an acronym, A-S-K. Ask, seek, knock, ask. (laughs) Right? Ask God, what do I do in this situation, God? What comes next? May I do this? What do you want me to do? What is your will for me? Or seek. God, show me. Show me which way to go. Show me how to do this. And there's things that I've been praying for, you know, and every once in a while there'll be something that the Lord puts on my heart to pray for, and I'll pray for it, and I'll pray for it, and I'll pray for it, and I just am persistent in that prayer, and God is leading me on a journey of seeking. Sometimes I ask and he gives. 
Other times I seek, and it takes some time because he has some things to work out in my head and make me figure out so that I can say, oh, I see, and then I have it. But then other times I'm knocking. Why do you knock? Why do you knock on somebody's door? Because you want them to answer. You want them to answer. You want God to, to, and so I keep knocking and saying, God, I, I need to talk to you. I need an answer from you, Lord. And so we ask, we seek, we knock. Verse 11, if a son asks for bread from a father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? So Jesus gives some example of children asking their fathers from some good things, some bread or fish or, or an egg. And an earthly father would give these, a good earthly father would give these, you know, good relatively speaking. Because I know that there are fathers who, who would not, who would give a stone, throw a rock at their kid, you know, if they ask for something. Throw a book or something at them or, you know, give them a snake instead of a fish. You know, there are some wicked people in the world. But he's talking about the crowd of those listening. He says, each of you would give your kid the thing they asked for and not something to harm them. And he says this in verse 13, and he nails it. If you then, being evil, (laughs) he nails it, doesn't he? Know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more? Think about that. How much more? How much more will God, who loves you and adores you and rejoices over you with singing, who gave his only son to die in your place so that he could, he could purchase your freedom. How much more will your heavenly father give, notice this, the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Even earthly fathers with a sin nature give good things to their children. How much more will God give to you those things that you ask for? But we have to remember how we ask for things and and what the context is, because this isn't just a genie in a bottle. This isn't Alexa who I yell at and she tells me, Alexa, time. It was was funny. I was in there. I came into my bedroom and my wife was taking a nap. My daughter was laying there in my spot, which she always does, three years old. And she says, Alexa, time. And Alexa tells the time. And I was just like, this poor child is ruined. (laughs) She doesn't have to think about anything. She doesn't have to go anywhere. What what does a three-year-old need to know what time it is? You know, anyway. She's heard the other kids say it. But she, yeah, so God's not like that. How would it be if your spouse was like that? Shannon, time. (laughs) Right now. Go to the store, you know. Just barking out orders, and, and, you know, and that's sometimes how we approach God. No, God wants us to approach him in relationship. To spend time with him, to love him, to know him, to talk to him, to ask him, to seek him, to knock. Say, God, I need to hear your voice. So that we can walk in relationship with him. That's what this is about. That's what our Father who art in heaven is about because he is our father and he cares for us and he loves us. And so how do you talk to God? You just talk to him. You talk to him. You, you, you seek him on his terms sometimes. But sometimes you just cry out his name. Jesus, I need you. I need you to help me. And he's always there. 
And I love that he, he ends with this. He says, so much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. And we know this, this whole thing is for us because we know that the Holy Spirit was not given until after the day of Pentecost, until the day of Pentecost, subsequently, which is next week. And, and he gives the Holy Spirit to those whom he loves, those whom are his children. Why is that important? Well, Jesus was Emmanuel. He was God with us, right? But the Holy Spirit is God with us, God in us, and God coming upon us, filling us to overflowing. Remember what Jesus said on the last day of the great feast in John chapter 7 when he said, anyone who thirsts, let him come to me, and out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. This he spoke of the Holy Spirit that had not yet been given because he had been, not yet been glorified. That is what we're praying for, and that's what he gives to us as we ask him, as we seek, as we knock. And because of that, this coming week, I want, to, I want us all to be praying because we're going to be moving into Pentecost and talking about Pentecost next week, which was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the church. And what I want to be praying for as a church this coming week is that God will pour out his Spirit on us. And then on Pentecost, as we come together, we'll be talking about the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the life of the Spirit within us as a church, and then moving the, into the following week, which, be our, which will be our church family meeting. And I just, I, as I saw that on the calendar, I was like, this is the Lord. I'm just so excited, you know, because we're talking about talking to God. Next week, we're talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit, which this ends with in the following week. Just beautiful how it's going to run into our church family meeting, which we're going to be talking about some really exciting things that the Lord's doing within our church and our community. And so let's stand together and pray. Ask the Lord to bless communion. Father in heaven, we thank you for this word. Lord, that we can talk to you, that we can not just talk to you, but be in relationship with you, Lord, which is what you desire for us, that we would know you that we would have intimacy with you. And that that would be a part of our daily lives, that we would talk to you. That we wouldn't wander around wondering, how do I talk to God? We know you've told us. We have patterns for it, but we, we know also that we can just talk to you. And I just pray that we would not neglect that. And these things that we need to pray for, these urgent things, Lord, that you put in the Lord's Prayer that are important for us to pray that we would incorporate those things into our lives as we learn to walk with you and we trust you. We thank you, Jesus, for your grace. We thank you for your provision. We thank you that we can come to you and that you do answer us. Lord, help us to ask in faith that we might have that type of a relationship with you where we just trust you to take care of everything. We love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.